You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. It is episode 60, which I feel like is a huge milestone. We are over the hump to 100, which is very exciting. And it's Monday again. I'm recording on Monday again. This time I will include a bachelor recap, bachelorette recap. I regretted not doing it last week because there were some things that happened that I wanted to talk about. Now I feel like it's a little late and I'm like, oh, there is one thing that I'm going to touch on. But even though I'm recording this on a Monday, I'll watch Batch tonight and then I'll tack it on at the end before I load it. Last week, I was just trying to get everything done. Um, and I just knew I wasn't going to have time on Tuesday because I was working overtime, which let me just tell you never again. I understand it's great money and there probably will be times where I will do it, but it is a lot. It is a lot mentally. And I only did like what an additional four hours, I think, but all it takes is one bad call. So I guess there are two instances. There are days when you're having a good day and it doesn't phase you because mentally you've had great calls all day. And then it just takes that one to put you in a bad headspace. And then that's it for the rest of the day. Those additional three hours knowing or three or four hours knowing that I could have been off were really rough. Like I got off and I was like, I'm never doing that again. And Brett is the one that's pushing me to do it, obviously, because he wants me to make the money. But, you know, I get off work and it by the time I do my show for K-Duck, it's, you know, I get off at 3.30, right? I do my show, it's 4.30. And if I'm, the day that I did overtime, I did the overtime. I wasn't done in the office till like 9 p.m. So it's just not, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. But I love doing K-Duck, so I'm not, I would not even think about stopping that. Um, I just need to manage my time a little better. Like today during my breaks, I did my show prep. So hopefully right when I get off work today, I can finish this podcast. Then I can do my show and still be done before five o'clock. I just don't, you can't rush these things, you know, like I don't rush doing my show. I take it very seriously. I do it the same day, the same way every day. And I'm sure there is a more, um, time effective way that I could be doing it but I do my show prep a certain way like I cruise my websites I email all the stories to myself then I write all the stories down then I write down the times of my breaks and then I kind of fill it in like a puzzle when I'm gonna talk about what like I just don't want to cut corners on that you know so it does take me time there were times when I would put shows in when other people were tracking for like 100.5 or 102.5. And you could tell that their show was not organized. Like they did that in probably about 10 minutes. It takes me 40 minutes to do it. Maybe sometimes even an hour if I'm struggling with my words or, you know, I, I email these stories to myself. Sometimes I, I, I like don't I need to go back and reread them to really understand what's happening. So I'm just not like reading articles on the air. I like to take my time with it. So That being said, I just, my days are a little packed. So my, um, tomorrow I had to move my lash appointment last week. Long story. We were taking Benny to the dog trainer. Then he had a baby and we had a bunch of stuff come up. And I've been trying to connect with him. And finally he was available last Thursday, the same day as my lash appointment. So I had to move my lash appointment to Tuesday. And also um, my best friend Summer's 100th Peloton ride is tomorrow. So I'm going to get off work hopefully do my show, do the Peloton ride with Summer, her 100th ride, run to my lash appointment, and then come home and not have to worry about doing my podcast because that's already going to put me into the evening. So that's why I'm just trying to do it today, trying to manage my time and organize my life. I feel like I have a lot going on this week. I can't wait till... 
I feel like these last couple weeks have been busy because I've been waiting to get off at 3.30 to get a bunch of stuff done, like appointments and just do little things, you know. So I can't wait till I've done all this in a couple weeks and I can actually enjoy getting off at 3.30 and I can enjoy my days off. I do have plans this Wednesday that I'm excited about. I'm hanging out with my friend Aaron and we've never, I mean, we used to work together, but we never hung out like that. But we talk literally all the time. So I'm excited to see her on Wednesday. But then Brett, Brett's birthday is the following Wednesday. And then the Wednesday after that, I we might possibly be getting Benny fixed. So it's just, I mean, it's a lot. But I did get some really exciting news last week on Tuesday. And I would have included this in the podcast last week, but I had already recorded it. I get um, a lot of emails. And a lot of them I do get are about my podcast, like companies that want to work with me. But they all just seem like, listen, as far as Tee Public goes, where my merch is, you guys rarely hear me talk about that. They email me probably about three times a week pushing me to push you guys onto my promotions like stuff's 30% off, stuff's 50% off. You guys bought some stuff already and if you ever did want to buy more you know where to find it but I don't think anyone's going to be like ooh the what the chuck t-shirt is on sale today am I going to go get me a couple more like hello I'm not Britney Spears I do realize that I am not that cool so you know where to find my merch store I just don't have time to like make graphics for sales for that you know so when these companies reach out to me and want to work with me it's not it's not the, I just don't have time like I don't have time and I need to protect my mental space because there are days when it's challenging like some days I open my phone and I have like lots of messages and I haven't checked my emails and text messages are unread and I haven't responded to people and I feel guilty I can think of four people off the top of my head that I haven't texted back that I've been like oh I need to do that but then I get distracted so when I check my emails I do read them I I most of the time don't respond though and I know that that's bad but I just I just don't have the time to do it so last Tuesday I did get a very interesting email and it says what the cap the subject was what the chuck with Megan Rage is wink is ranking wanking it's wanking very well it's ranking very well the email reads hello how's it going hope all is well I have some cool information that might interest you your podcast what the chuck with Megan Rage has good performance in Apple podcast rankings in the last 30 days position one in the category comedy position 24 in the category all podcasts in Tunisia (laughs) I am killing it in Tunisia what's up my people in Tunisia thanks for listening to what the chuck podcast Welcome to episode 60. I'm a hit in Tunisia. Who would have known? So, yeah, then I started to look at my rankings, you know, in America and did nothing came up. Not ranking anywhere here. Not on the charts, but killing it in Tunisia. So catch me out in those streets. Maybe I'll do. Maybe I should try to sell my merch with them. If anyone from Tunisia is listening, um, go to What the Chuck podcast link in my bio to buy my merch. Thanks. Number one in comedy, you guys. I can't. I can't. Um, So that was really exciting. I was happy about that. I mean, to be number one. Are we dead? Pretty sure we're dead. Also, I just wanted to go back and talk about something from last week's. um, Here's my episode with no spoilers where I posted all those pictures. There was a picture of me that might have been confusing. I did talk about how I was all like, like ruffled after my massage and I stood up and we were both cracking up because like my hair was all that was the picture I took a picture of me in the mirror and that was what I looked like just out of it my hair was a mess looked like I got beaten up but oh which I kind of did but in a really good way um so Sacramento Massage Studio actually posted a picture of all their massage masseuse masseuses masseuse 
my alarm's going to go off in a second, meaning that I have to go back to work. So if you hear it, that just means I'm going to pick it back up after work. Anyways, they posted a picture of all the people that do massages there. Courtney, my girl, was in the picture and she was tagged. And I was like, oh, I want to be creepy and follow her. But are we to that point yet? Like, I love her. We're friends. But do I add her on Instagram? Is that crossing a line? Like, I'm friends with my lash girl. I'm friends with my waxers. But I was friends with my waxer before. So I'm friends with my, my lash girl on social media. Like, we talk. We text. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where to draw the line. Am I coming on too strong with Courtney from Sacramento Style Studio? A couple people did reach out to me and say they booked with her. And you are blessed. You are going to be changed for life. It's the most amazing massage you're ever going to have. Um... Yeah, I just cannot say enough good things. Also, someone posted a picture of Cliffhanger at Waterworld, and I reposted it. Raging Waters, excuse me. PTSD from that slide. My dad was the type where, like, we went to the community pool. He would force me to jump off the high dive. He would force me to go to Waterworld and go down the slides because he wanted to do that. So I was young and had to do what he did. And there's nothing more traumatizing than the cliffhanger slide. And so I had a couple people reach out to me saying that they were also traumatized for it by it. I were here. There's a support group for that. We are here. We are together. We are strong wedgies, scratches on your back. I remember I had this tankini that tied in the back gone at like 12 years old, probably even younger. Basically, my dad in the summer would either take me to the skating rink, to Waterworld or to the community pool. That's what we did on the weekends. And then during the week, we didn't have childcare. So those were also my three options, the skating rink, water world, or the community pool. And I, I would go with friends, but that was my daycare. I had season passes to all of them. And everyone was like, you're so lucky. And now I'm looking back and I was like, I was neglected. No, I really wasn't. Oh, God, that scared the shit out of me. Gotta go. B-R-B-T-T-Y-L, putting up an away message. Oh, God, I guess I should turn it off. Putting up an away message for when I come back. Um, maybe on my next 15-minute break. Hey, if I could do another 15 minutes and knock this out. Woo! Look at that time management. I know I've talked about it previously, but Benny has literally been on a hunger strike. Like, okay, I'm just going to be brutally honest with everyone and tell you what we've been doing. I might have withheld some things before. So he started out on this original pottery food and we would put food seasoning on it, but he lost interest in that. So then we moved to blue buffalo. He did not like that at all. And we also heard really bad things about blue buffalo. Like our dog trainer said that there's a lawsuit against blue buffalo saying that they use um, roadkill in their meat. So 10, 0, 10 recommend that. So then we transferred him to this food from pet food express called nouveau and he liked it at first then we started mixing pumpkin in with it because we heard it was good for his coat he lost interest in the pumpkin so we switched over to canned chicken like the tuna stuff chick isn't it like chicken of the sea or I don't even know the joke I'm not stupid enough so anyways um (laughs) we switched over to that and then he lost interest in that and then Brett was I mean we've gotten desperate we've mixed cream cheese when I say we I mean Brett because I am strong and I can withhold but Brett can't he feels really guilty so he's mixed mixed cream cheese mayonnaise regular chicken um bone broth eggs we've tried to we've bread treats and he just will not eat his kibble so we finally went back to our dog trainer and we had like kind of a come to Jesus moment where he was like you guys are creating a monster if I take you to Ruth's Chris every day and then I try to take you to McDonald's are you gonna want it and I was like well I mean I'll throw down on a McChicken so yes but I get the analogy I'm picking up what you're putting down 
So he said that we have to start making Benny work for his food again. That way he enjoys eating his food. But it's hard because ever since I started work, we're kind of far gone with the training thing. Like he's not he's not to the point where we'd be on a reality series about a bad behaved dog, but he's definitely lost control a little bit. He doesn't listen like when he chases Chuck, he will not listen to us. He doesn't eat his food. He doesn't always come when called. So these are all things that we're now trying to reinforce now that we've seen the dog trainer. And I basically think that this time it's going to stick because when we first started seeing the dog trainer, we were very unsure about Benny. You know, we didn't know what it was like to have a dog. Now we've gotten more acclimated to that idea. And I feel like it's going to be easier to implement all these, you know, new little tricks that he's told us about. So we've been really working on sit, sit, stay um, with treats and also with his food, which we just switched one last time. We found a different food. And so far he doesn't, I mean, he's not like openly eating it when we set it down. But last night before bed, he did go nibble on some and he has eaten a little bit today. So it's progress. Um, But the thing is, when we do make him work for it, at first he likes it, like he'll eat it out of our hand and then he realizes it's his kibble and he is not interested anymore. Like he will turn his head and straight up ignore us when we're trying to put this food in his mouth. So it's been a struggle trying to get him to fall back in love with kibble. The problem is we just mix things with it. And so he is always just waiting for whatever we're going to mix. Now, we don't give him table scraps straight from the table. Like we're not like, here, here's a piece of chicken. Here's a piece of bread. But we were mixing things in with his kibble, which I do realize now was creating a monster. So we're just really trying to pull back on that. And the dog trainer also did give us some great advice and tips to use to try to make him less excitable when there's people around because he really is a super chill dog. Like all day, he pretty much lays around. He doesn't do anything bad. Knock on wood. He doesn't eat anything. He doesn't attack anything. He's gotten out a few times. Um, Like he got out last Wednesday when I went to go take our car in. I came back. The car dealership sent me home in a lift and I opened the front door and Benny was waiting right there for me. Nothing was amiss. Nothing was eaten. Nothing was chewed. Nothing was destroyed. So he's not a bad dog in that sense. It's just that he is very excitable. So when people come over, it's very overwhelming. And if you don't like dogs, I mean, good Lord. My friend Summer brought her two kids over and Benny was basically knocking them over, but not in an aggressive way, just like so excited to see them. So when people come over, we're going to start putting Benny on a leash and just practicing being more calm when they walk through the door. Because right now we see that and we think it's cute when he's overly excited, but we realize that our company might not. So we need to get it in check. Um, I just tried to give Benny some, he's smart, you know, like he is one smart dog. I just tried to mix some of his treats in with the kibble in my hand to try to feed it to him. And he ate around the kibble and just ate the treat. And that's what he does. I mean, he can sniff it out. He knows where the good stuff is and he will only eat the good stuff and eat around all the stuff that he doesn't enjoy. So we have one more training session left with the dog trainer. And, you know, when we got there, I was like, I felt ashamed because he could tell that we've regressed in some areas because Benny was just pulling us all over the place. He was like, right now, Benny runs the house. And that is very obvious. I didn't dare tell him that Benny's not sleeping in his crate anymore, but he doesn't. He just sleeps next to the bed all night. We don't have any issues. It. I'm on the fence with wanting to have a super obedient dog and just wanting to have a fucking dog. You know what I mean? Like, I want him to listen to us, obviously, when it matters. I want him to, if we call his name and it's important, if there's an unsafe situation, we need him to come here I want him to come I want him to stay and I want him to be good but I don't need him to be like you know up down jump run walk lay like I don't need it to be super regimented I don't want to have that type of dog I want him to listen but I want him to be like loved you know like I remember him saying don't let him up on the couch because that makes him see you as his equal and we let him on the couch we put a blanket down he's only allowed on a certain part of the couch but 
I like that. I want him to come snuggle with us on the couch. And most of the time he gets off the couch and lays on the floor. But I like letting him have the option. So that's where we are right now with Benny. I've also been watching this show on Netflix called Dog People or Dog Person. Yeah, Dog People. There's one Dog People and one Cat People, and they're both really good. Kind of tearjerkers, some of the stories. The Cat People one, though, those ones blow my mind because some of these people have their cats doing crazy things. And I'm like, I can't imagine like walking Chuck around in my purse. I wish, but then I also don't wish because that would give me severe anxiety. I just feel bad sometimes when we leave the house with Benny. I'm sure Chuck's like, where are you going? Chuck's actually been throwing up more lately. I feel like he's a little bit stressed. We close the doors to all of our spare rooms because Benny, um, he's still like he's a puppy and puppies throw up. He went into our spare room, got up on our white bed and threw up yellow like bile all over it. So we started shutting the rooms, which means Chuck doesn't really have an outlet when he needs to escape when Benny's just hardcore chasing him and he just needs to hide out somewhere. So I feel bad because I feel like I can see it in Chuck's face that he's a little stressed out. But then at the same time, great. I'm pretty sure Benny's down there attacking him right now. Hold, please. Let me tell you, I'm level 10 over it. I'm to the point now in this job where I was like, yay, it's fun. And then I hate it. And now I'm just used to it. And I'm like, Ugh, it sucks. But it is really nice being on. It's 3.38, got off eight minutes late, then just turned my chair right around to start recording this. Didn't take a break, didn't go to the bathroom. The sooner I power it out, the sooner that I can live my life and watch The Bachelorette tonight and eat some leftover pizza. You guys, we got Slim and Huskies last night. We tried it. First of all, we ate out way too much this weekend, like way too much. Um, we went to Slim and Huskies, which we've been wanting to try. Um, they were kind of mean to me when I walked in. No big deal. That's fine. I'll give, that's why I didn't tell them that they accidentally gave me a free pizza. <laughs> Karma. I stood there for hella long. No one said anything to me. And then finally they acknowledged me and they, I said, I have a pickup. They were like the pickup windows outside. So I went outside and then again, took forever to acknowledge me. The system's not very good. They have like an intercom and I couldn't tell if they could hear me. I couldn't see them because the sun was in my eyes. So anyways, I told them that I have pizza delivery or pizza to pick up so they have this little like you know at Taco Bell the ones that are like in the hood they have the, the little drop box where you drop your stuff in and then you push it out so they had that type of situation so they pushed my pizzas out and I was like oh fuck did I accidentally order three so I walk all the way back over to my car and then I realize I look at my receipt and I see that I didn't order three so I was gonna walk back but meh, I just took it home <laughs> so we had hella pizza hella leftover and so all I wanted to do when I got off work was walk downstairs and get a slice, but I didn't because I just want to power this out. Slim and Husky's though was very good. I will definitely be back. Um, maybe next time I'll order in person and I'll get a little nicer service. I don't really know. They were playing good music. They had these frozen drinks that looked really good. Um, yeah, but and then we have Camden Spit and Ladder. Lar I always want to say Camden Spit and Ladder. I know it's Camden Spit and Larder. Um, we had that again on Friday night. We had been trying to take my stepmom out for her birthday for a while and things kept coming up. So we kept having to reschedule. So we finally were able to make it. So her, we went and picked her and my dad up and then we drove downtown and we got there and I kind of feel like the owner probably feels like we're stalking him at this point because we've just been going so much. And so we sat down, we requested to sit in my friend Lindsay's section. Um, we got tons of appetizers. My dad and Jerry loved it. Everyone was very happy. The drinks were good. Like I just, I feel like they only go to the places that are around them or that they're used to or that they've been to. They never venture out and go downtown. So it was like a nice little change of pace. I I felt like I was taking him on vacation when really I was just taking him to Capitol Mall to get some dinner. 
And the week before, Brett was like, oh, I can't wait to take your parents here. We were looking at the menu. I was like, my dad's going to get the prime rib, which was like 70 bucks. <laughs> and Brett was like, if he gets the prime rib, I'm not paying for it. Like, obviously kidding. And then, of course, my dad got the prime rib. Oh, but it looked so good. And he got like these um, gra- uh, potato gratin, but it wasn't potato. It was zucchini. And it was, oh, chef's kiss. I got the fish and chips. It was amazing. I couldn't eat all of it. And so the next day, or I brought it home and then the next day Brett air fried it for me and put it in a sandwich with like vinegar. He said, oh, we used to do fish and chip sandwich, you know, back in the day and they're so good. So he made that for me the next day and I ate it and it was amazing. Um, I had to work on Saturday, which sucked. It was my first Saturday working and it did feel kind of nice because during the week, both of us are working. So things feel a little more stressful. Like if someone comes to the door or if Benny needs to go out, we're like trying to coordinate who can do it. But on Saturday, like Brett went to Target, Brett was able to do things around the house. And so it did feel a little nicer. Like I was able to have my door open while I was working, which when it's closed, I just feel like very like suffocated and claustrophobic in here when it's open you know the animals can wander in and out which is nice and so yeah that was nice and then as soon as I got off work Brett was like we're going out and I was like I don't want to go out I woke up at 6 30 to start working like the last thing that I want to do right now is go out but Brett was insisting that we just go out and get a couple drinks so I didn't wash my hair and I was like I know it I'm gonna run into someone I know last night because I'm not getting like ready ready I didn't wash my hair I just threw some dry shampoo in it and put a little bit of makeup on I wore I dressed I look like a safari a safari leader wearing a tan shirt and these green pants I, I wear this outfit a lot the the green pants with this black shirt and so I was trying to mix it up with this tan bodysuit that I've never worn and I put a, a, a poll up online and everyone said that I looked like I was leading a safari well I gave him two options do I number one do I look like a, I'm leading a safari change and number two I look like I'm, I'm leading a safari but don't change so I really didn't give him much of an option and a couple people messaged me and were like put a black shirt on but I always wear a black shirt with those shorts so I kept it on and our whole plan was to go to Iron Horse, which I am always protesting because I literally hate Iron Horse. Like it is the worst in my opinion. There's nothing good about it. I don't understand why everyone flocks there. I don't understand why there's such a long wait. I don't understand why that's anyone's first choice for anything. The food sucks. The service sucks. The wait time sucks. The drink sucks. Okay, I'm about to prove my point right now. So we get there and there's a 45 minute wait. And so I look at Brett like, I don't want to do this. But he's like, no, he Brett loves Iron Horse. He fucking loves it. During the pandemic, whenever we couldn't think of where to get takeout, he'd be like, let's get Iron Horse. And I'm like, I'd rather die. So um, I look at Brett and he's like, yeah, I want to do it. So I put my name in and then we go next door to Snug. And I've only been to Snug one other time. I don't even know if I got drinks there because I wasn't into craft cocktails yet. So I probably looked at the menu and was like, ew, ew. So we sit at the bar and we start getting some drinks. Oh, my God. New favorite place to get craft cocktails in Sacramento. Legitimately so good. I got the Spriz and then I got another drink. It had like a... It had like a, it was green. I forget what it was, but I'll put the pictures up at what the Chuck podcast so that you can see and just your mouth will start to water. So we get a text that our table's ready at Iron Horse and we walk in and Brett's pissed because in between every table are like these barriers. It makes you feel like you're like in a room in a padded room. And Brett was like, oh, fuck this. 
So our waitress comes over. We order drinks. It takes forever to get the drinks. I ordered an Aperol Spritz because all their mixed craft cocktails sound like absolute dog shit. And so then she comes back and we place our order. We just got I got asked for two waters specifically. I was like, we definitely need two waters. And then we ordered two appetizers that we were going to split. And I said, can I get some extra sides of ranch? Because I knew there was going to be French fries and I wanted to dip the fries in the ranch. So she was like, sure, no problem. So she puts the order in. It takes forever. No waters come. She never comes back to the table. And so she finally comes to deliver the stuff. And then she also has the waters. And then she's like, oh, ranch, right? I need to get you some ranch. And so she left and I assumed she was going to go get it. Never came back with ranch. The chicken almost tasted undercooked like it was like slimy, which I hate. Um, I had a couple bites of each thing and let Brett finish the rest because I was not interested. And then we paid and left and vowed to never go there again. Luckily, Brett is now in agreement that that place sucks. And I also put up something on Instagram saying that it was the most overrated place in SAC. And so many people agree. Like, there's nothing good about it. It is overpriced. The food sucks. The menu's always the same. I'm sick of seeing the same shit. It's terrible. Don't at me. If you think Iron Horse is good, you have some seriously whacked taste buds. So then we walked down to Bottle and Barlow expecting it to be packed. It was actually pretty dead down there and we got a drink there and then we walked over to Shady Lady and I said, okay, this is going to be our last spot. We need to go home. I'm over it. I don't even feel like being out. Like it's just a waste of money to be walking around and buying drinks. Like I just wasn't feeling it. I wanted to go back to snug, but I knew at that point it was going to be packed. So he was already talking about the bartender was talking about how they were expecting it to be busy. So they were going to be like letting only letting certain amount of people in at the t- at a time. And it would had already it's dark now. It's getting busy. So I was like, no, we're not going back there. So we went to Shady Lady and I'm glad that we did because they had a band on in there and they were amazing. Like amazing it was so much fun to watch them but just sucks because like same thing you if you don't have a seat you sit at the bar and I hate sitting in bar stools because my back was hurting we ordered a couple drinks and I've always said this about Shady Lady it's so funny because I used to talk about mixologists or whatever they called themselves you know and I used to think it was so stupid and now I get it there are people that make craft cocktails and they have a whole process but Shady Lady is like extra douchey about it and I feel like I always get a bad, bad vibe like they are just bothered that they have to help anyone Case in point, I get my first drink, not very good. Tasted like pledge. So I finish it and I was going to order an Aperol Spritz instead. This guy's not giving us any attention. He's like doing his own thing and I'm like trying to make eye contact with him. So I finally say, do you guys make an Aperol Spritz? And he looked at me and said, yes, unfortunately. And then turned around and started making someone else's drink. So I didn't put in like point taken. Okay, I won't order an Aperol Spritz then. I just ordered the same cleaning solution drink that I just had. And then I was like, that's it. After this, we're leaving. And so we got a lift that said it picked us up and never did. (laughs) Then ordered another lift and came home. And Benny went absolutely crazy and stepped in his water bowl and his food went everywhere. And I was like, ugh, just exhausting. And then I was just so looking forward to having Sunday off. You know, we wake up, we had plans to go to Tower Cafe. This is what I mean. We went out to a lot of places this weekend. So we went, we woke up at like eight and we got ready, went to Tower Cafe. I was like, I'm not going to put any makeup on. Who am I going to see at Tower Cafe, right? Nobody. So I just put on these jean shorts that are way too tight and this tank top that I've been wearing all week and no makeup, hair on top of my head. And that's it. We went. So we get to Tower Cafe and there's they say it's a 40 minute wait. So we're like, that's fine. We we're expecting it. So we go inside. Brett gets a beer and I get a iced coffee. 
And so we go sit down in like the garden area and an hour passes and finally we get called. So we're sitting in, we get sat inside and like this little table. And so we're sitting down talking and we place our order right when he gets to the table because we're so excited and we're also starving. Me especially because I barely ate anything the day before. And so even though we went to Iron Horse, I boycotted that meal. Hard fucking core. So we place our order and we finally get it and we're so excited we were like mid conversation. We never finished the conversation. We just got stuck right in. And I take my first couple bite, bites and all of a sudden this guy comes up to us with a camera and he's like, hey, I'm with the Sacramento Bee. I'm doing an article about brunch. Do you mind if I take some pictures of you? And I'm like, of course this would happen. Of course it would. I'm sitting in this small ass chair and I'm wearing jeans that are too tight or jean shorts. And I'm just, I'm no makeup on. I'm sure I, my posture is terrible and I just want to eat in peace. But I didn't want to say that. So I was just like, sure. So he sits there for five minutes and takes pictures of us as we're eating. And I'm trying to act natural. I'm just trying to like enjoy my meal and act like he's not there. He's done. He comes up and he asks to get the spelling on my name. I tell him M-E-G-A-N. Brett tells him B-R-E-T-T. We give our last name, our age, and then he asks if we're married. We said yes. And then he left, right? So I don't think anything of it at all today. It's like the last thing on my mind. I was at work, got on my lunch break, and my best friend Summer had texted me. And it's just a picture of the magazine. And she's like, her husband had sent it to her. And he said he read, he, she was like, look at what Oscar just sent to me. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. The picture is so fucking bad. It's terrible. So I was trying to look it up online and I couldn't find it. So I think it's only on the paper. And then her husband text messages me and was like, hey, do you have any brunch recommendations in town? I was like, ha ha, very funny. I said, at least it wasn't on the front page. And he was like, oh no, it's definitely on the front page. He was like, I read the article before I looked at the picture and then I realized it was you. Uh, that's mortifying. Luckily, no one else has texted me, which means likely they no one has either number one realized it's me or no one gets the Sacramento Bee anymore. And I'd like to keep it that way because it is legit the worst picture. For reference, I might put it up at What the Chuck podcast. If you see it tomorrow, great. If you don't, you know why. It is so bad. So bad. I mean, at least I wasn't taking a bite in the picture. I'm cutting. I was like trying to use the knife and fork properly instead of like sticking it. I, um... I, I think it might have been when I met Brett, the first time that I used a knife and fork in front of him. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Because they are raised to learn how to eat with a knife and fork. Whereas here, I don't know, we don't use a knife and fork like they do. And I realized where I got that etiquette from on Friday when I saw my dad cutting into his prime rib. He grabs the fork, cuts it like a barbarian. And that's where I learned how to cut my meat and to cut. So anyways, Brett has guided me into a, a, a more ladylike direction. So I was trying to just be really prim and proper with how I was cutting into my Madame Cristo. But the picture didn't, I mean, didn't do me justice. Oh, and also in the little caption next to it, my name is spelled M-E-G. G-H-A-N. Like, dude, pretty sure I spelled it to you. You even repeated it to me. So why is it wrong? Riddle me that. Ugh, so embarrassing. Then we came home, laid out by the pool. The drunk neighbor was yelling something from over the fence. I tried to ignore him. I pretended like I was asleep. And then all of a sudden, a big ass raft slash pool floaty, not blown up, comes flying over the fence. And I just hear him going, Brett, Brett. And Brett's not out there and I'm ignoring him. So hours later, I pick it up and throw it back over the fence because we already got stuck with something from his backyard that's in our backyard. I don't need anything else. Also, I would never blow. I'm not putting my lips on that. Where did it come from? No, thank you. No, thank you. It also looked like it was the size of our pool. 
I don't need it. Okay, please take it to your side of the fence. Quit talking to us. Quit throwing things over the fence. We do not want to be friends. You're never going to be invited over. Don't give us don't give us any floaties. We can afford our own. Thank you very much. Speaking of assholes. um, So you remember the guy shorty. Don't get this confused with my shorty, the one that I love. But the guy shorty with a Y that said that my podcast wouldn't last more than five weeks or five episodes or 10 episodes or whatever. I talk, I bring him up quite frequently more than I should. And there's a reason that I'm bringing him up again. So Intercom, which is a major radio station, they flipped. They're now called Odyssey and they just went through a major reconfiguration and they laid off a ton of people. And so basically what's happening is there are these two people. One's this guy named Bruno who's TikTok famous, was in a super small market. Now he's in L.A. Him along with Julia, who I love. She's on the radio in Chicago. She was in a couple other markets too, also in L.A. They are now taking over. They'll be syndicated in all these in 13 new markets. So they laid off local people and they're replacing them with people that live in other states that are going to voice track their shows. That's how it works. That's how they cut costs. Now, normally I'd be upset about this. And it is very unfortunate when people lose their jobs, but I do really love Julia and I enjoy listening to her. And she's very talented. She's very entertaining. I like listening to her. So while it is upsetting that local jobs were lost, um, in this case, I, I'm happy that she's in the radio near me and I'm able to listen to her, you know, because there she is going to be in Sacramento. She was already heard on the weekends, I believe, on the end. Um, but anyways, one of the people that got laid off was this fucking shorty guy that told me that my podcast wasn't going to And, you know, I I took the high road in this situation, but I very much so wanted to unblock him on Twitter and be like, hey, maybe it's time for you to start a podcast, you dickwad, because the original tweet was, why is it that all these radio people get fired and think that they can start a podcast? (laughs) And I, I feel guilty, like I'm like, this is the lowest I can go making fun of someone that's lost their job because I understand what it's like, but maybe don't be a dick. I mean, he probably still would have gotten laid off, but you never know. Karma definitely wasn't on his side. I want to do unblock him and say something so fucking bad, but I didn't because I'm a nicer person than I used to be. Um, I finally saw a preview for F Boy Island. It's going to be on HBO Max. There is a trailer on the streaming app. If you're so inclined, it looks very good. I posted about it and a lot of people are like, do you know what it's going to be about? Well, now I do. There's three girls that are all very good looking. They're on an island with like 30 guys. 15 of them are fuckboys, admittedly, and 15 of them are actually nice guys. And it's their responsibility, these girls, to weed out the fuckboys from the nice guys. What's crazy is Love Island USA last season, there was this girl that entered. She was English. Her name's Lauren Coggin or something like that. Really hot English girl. She liked Johnny and Johnny ended up in not ended up not picking her. He stayed with Selly. So Laura, Lauren left the villa and on her way home, I believe she lives in L.A. She met this guy at the airport and then they end up dating for like almost an entire year. They were together up until recently. And I put the pieces together because she posted about it. He's on this show. So he must have broken up with her to be on the show, which automatically just means that he's one of the fuck boys. But I always got bad vibes from him. Like they would always post videos on their Instagrams. They were definitely on something like you could just tell. And now he's going to be on this show. And the only reason he has followers or any type of clout is because she got all these followers from Love, Love 
Love Island. And then they were together and then people obviously followed him. I mean, that's why I followed him. But it seems like it's going to be a really good show. So I'm excited to watch. I think it comes out next month. And while I was on HBO Max, I decided just to give the new Space Jam a test run. It is bad. LeBron's acting is bad. Bad. It makes me want to go back and watch the original Space Jam, which I'm pretty sure I would also find corny, but it has to be better than this. And also it was just different times. I feel like now acting is I don't I don't want to I don't know. It's like more forced. Like they just everything is you try too hard. So it was probably a lot more relaxed in the original version. I didn't make it through the whole movie. I probably watched 30 minutes of it and I plan on watching the whole thing just over a period of time. I don't think I could sit down and watch all two hours in one sitting. It did crush it at the box office, though. And there was an article that came out about how it did so well and knocked Black Widow out of the number one spot. And LeBron tweeted the article and said, Hi, haters! Because if you get on Twitter... All of the feedback is basically really negative about the movie and his acting. Um, Love Island USA, I talked about it first, how I wasn't really into it. And then, of course, everyone started to grow on me. So now I'm obsessed with it. Two hour episodes are on on Sunday and I just live for that. Live for it. It's so good. If you're not watching Love Island USA season three, you could definitely still catch up. If you're looking for a show to watch right now, it's like the perfect remedy to fill that void because it's on every single night except for Saturdays. And then it also hasn't been on on Mondays. There's a special episode streaming on Paramount Plus, which is bullshit, but it's not like an actual real episode. And I think they do that because they can't compete with The Bachelorette. So it's on basically five nights a week. So it's nice little filler during these dry months when there's not as much on TV. Really, the only thing that we're watching right now is Love Island, The Bachelorette, and Dave, which has been sucking, but the most recent episode with Doja Cat was really funny. And if you know Dave's actual history and his story, I could I, I can tell where this is going. And it's really creative the way that he did it because obviously this didn't happen in real life. At least I don't think, like the Doja Cat thing. But the very last episode leaves off to kind of set it up for his ex-girlfriend to start dating this guy who was supposed to go on a date with this girl that he flaked on to go out with Doja Cat. None of this is making sense unless you've seen the episode. But I kind of see what's setting up and where it's going to go. And it, it almost makes up for this season being a little lackluster because it is he is smart. I understand. I see the vision. I see it happening. I'm excited for it to unfold. Um, but it just hasn't been as funny. It's almost made me feel like sad and depressed the whole season, which I do not like. I have enough of that in my own life and in the news. Um, minus the food news that's been coming out lately. I don't know what's happening, but there has been some wild food news out there. The macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. Excuse me, what? Macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. Would you try it? I put up a poll on the K-Duck web or on the K-Duck Instagram. 11% said they would try it. Oh, riddle me this. And how come it sold out in like an hour? And the pints were $12, $12 for a pint of macaroni and cheese ice cream. And it's sold out in an hour. And they also have brick and mortars, this Van Leeuwen ice cream. And it sold out in like three hours at all of the locations. So obviously people do want to try it and they're disgusting like me. I mean, they're not going to make it if it tastes foul. Like it has to taste good. Just like Burger King Malaysia. They brought out two burgers that have chocolate sauce on them. I would try. I would take a bite. I mean, they they have to be making it for a reason. Something about that combination has to taste 
good. What else? Oh, Domino's in Japan came out with a fish and chips pizza that legit looks phenomenal. Crispy chicken or crispy fish baked in lemon slices. I'm going to put pictures of all these things up at What the Chuck podcast so you can see because it's literally mind blowing. I feel like all these other countries come out with these crazy food things like, oh, KFC. Remember years ago when um, they brought out the double down and everyone was like, oh, it was like a 1700 calorie meal at KFC. And everyone was like, oh, of course, America would bring that out. Well, I think it was in China. They brought out a triple down. So it's the same thing. Only there was three layers. Yeah. Americans we're the problem. Food news kills me, though. There's so much that I want to try, but I got, I've got enough problems yesterday. I just sitting all day makes me feel like shit. And I, like I said, I just haven't really managed my schedule yet. So I haven't been doing the Peloton. I was in the pool yesterday just feeling large and in charge and disgusting. Like my legs have gotten bigger. I can tell everything about me. I'm just uh, uh, uh. And so Brett's like, we should start running, but I can't run. All this weight can't be forced down on these knees. I got to do I got to I got to prepare for I got to crawl before you walk. You know what I'm saying? So I was in the pool yesterday, not feeling myself. So I got out of the pool put workout clothes on, got on the Peloton, did a Peloton, got back in my swimsuit and then jumped in the pool. And let me tell you, it felt great. And I plan on doing that a lot more. Like I need to, I need to just get, I need to schedule, I need to work it in. If it's 10 minutes, fine. If it's 20 minutes, if it's fine. If it's 15 minutes, if I can do more, if I can do 30, great. I just need to work it in because it's a problem. I mean, you just have those months though, right? Where you feel not great. And Brett's birthday is approaching. So we've been splurging a little more. We've taken my parents out to dinner. It's summertime. I always feel like I don't do well in summertime. And if you can't tone it, tan it. But I can't tan it or tone it right now. Like the tanning isn't helping the toning. I was thinking about maybe like doing a weights or something at the desk while I'm sitting here working. I need to do something. I wish I could get a sit stand desk because sitting is killing me. I hate it so much. Um, doubling. And also, I've been, I just, I don't know what clo- I, clothes to wear while I'm sitting here. I've just been wearing like pajamas. I want to buy some more pajama sets because I'm an adult now and I really like the way a little matching jammy set looks. So if anyone has any recommendations on like an Amazon, just something, obviously I'm not trying to spend a lot of money, but like some cute little matching jammy lounge sets, I need them. I need them. I need to work overtime so that I can afford skims. Right now, I'm talking more of like a Target, Amazon, Old Navy type of thing. If, if you have any cute sets at home and you can send me the links, you know where to find me. Bachelorette last week. The only thing that I'm going to touch on is I can't believe that Katie has talked so much about her dad and how hard the loss has been for her. And then she revealed on last week's episode that it's not even her real dad and that her biological dad has been trying to like, you know, be in her life. And she has a hard time with that relationship because she was just so attached to her dad that passed away. And that new information was shocking. I was like, do Katie's fans, did they know this? Like, was this a known thing or is this the first time that we're hearing about it? Because I was on honestly shocked. And I feel like tonight's episode is going to be the night where we get the love bombs, where she's going to start telling everyone that she loves them and the connections are really starting to form. I mean, we're approaching hometowns. Bachelor in Paradise is going to start soon, which means this has to be over soon. And they've already started shooting Michelle's season or they're starting this week. Like things are moving fast in Bachelor Nation, and I'm excited for Bachelor in Paradise because that also means two nights a week, which I know can get a little overwhelming with that show. Hopefully with the new hosting that they have planned, there will be more show and less, host, less hosting 
therefore more drama. I don't really know. I'm excited to see how Paradise has changed because the season of The Bachelorette has definitely changed without Chris Harrison. And also, Tasha and Caitlin are going to host Michelle's season as well. So it looks like they're here to stay. They're probably going to test them out for a couple seasons just to continue to see how it goes. I wonder if they'll keep them around also for a Bachelor season to see how they interact with uh, an all-woman cast. All-women cast? All-woman cast. My mouth is juicy right now because I'm hungry and I'm thirsty and I'm... oh. And I just fell face forward on the mic and I'm tired. There was something else I was going to say, but, you know, now seems like a good time to just tie it until I can attach a nice little batch recap at the end of this episode. So I'm just going to go ahead and do that. And we're back. (laughs) Back in the game. I actually wrote down something yesterday. First of all, okay, okay, okay. That's me rewinding. Um, There are two types of people when you talk on the phone. And it's so awkward sometimes when you're like talking at the same time as someone else. There's the type of person like, you know, we've all been on the phone where we're reading an account number or a phone number or something like that. And there's a type or spelling something. Now, there's a type of people that just spell it out like, okay, my name's spelled M-E-G. A-N, right? And then there's the people that are like, wait for confirmation after every number, after every letter. And holy crap, the people are, it's always such cross wires, you know? I, I just would rather say the whole thing. And if you need me to repeat it, repeat it. But then when you're interrupting me every other letter or number, and then I'm having to repeat myself, and then you're thinking that I'm saying two threes when I really just said one three, but then you interrupted me. I mean, it's a whole mess. I reached out to my friend Lindsay. Just because I was thinking about her the other day and I was like, I haven't seen her post really pop up for me. Um, So I just went to her page to kind of creep around and I didn't see that she had a story. So I reached out and I was like, hi, friend, how's it going? Just seeing just came to your page to be a creep because I was thinking about how I haven't seen your posts in my feed. Anyways, and she asked me about my Invisalign or my bite. I just call it Invisalign because no one knows what I'm talking about when I say bite. And I realized that I realized yesterday, actually, after I was done recording, that it's been a little while since I've provided you guys a little feedback on that. Um, And I was going to wait until next week. I actually wrote it down in my notes already for next week. But she actually asked me about it. So I'm just going to tell you now what's happening. I'm obviously not wearing them ever. (laughs) I am wearing them, but I'm not wearing them as much as I should be. Here's the thing. It's rough. I should have just done the nighttime one. I know that I named an episode like fuck Jessica or something like that because the girl was like, are you sure you don't want to do just the nighttime ones? And now I understand why she was trying to push that on me because it really is so hard to wear them for 22 hours a day. Here's the deal. I wake up and then I have some my goal every morning. I'm like, I'm going to wear them all day. I'm going to be so good about it. Hi, Benji. I'm going to be so good about it. And then I wake up and I'm like, I'm just going to have my coffee and then I'm going to put them in. With my job, I'm not allowed just to like take leisurely breaks and I have no downtime. So I have to wait for a break in order to get up. And I can take a couple um, like little bathroom breaks during the day, but I have to really set those aside for bathrooms. Like I can't just be like taking bathroom breaks when I don't have to go to the bathroom. You feel me? So I wake up in the morning and I have some coffee. I can't have them in while I have coffee. And then my first break rolls around and sometimes I eat a little something. But most of the time, I'm since I started early, at my first little 15 minute break, I'm normally showering and I have just enough time to shower, deodorant, change, lotion up before my break's over and I fill my water up. And then I'm like, ah, I forgot to put my Invisalign in. And then lunchtime rolls around and then I eat lunch. And then when I'm done with lunch, I normally show prep and then I show prep till the last possible second. And then I have to get back on the phones. So then I'm like, ah, crap. 
stop. And then I realize that I haven't put it in. And then my next break rolls around when I normally have to take Benny to the bathroom or I continue to show prep or I'm just like, well, I'm almost done with work, so I'm not going to put it in now because I'm going to have to do my radio show after work and then I have to take it out again. Now, sometimes I do get it in for that little, little, little in part of the day, but then I immediately have to take it out to do my radio show. Then after my radio show is done, I eat dinner and then I normally put it back in. So that's how my day's been going. Now, there are some days where I'm better about it and like I don't drink a coffee just so I'll put it in first thing in the morning. But when I'm talking all day, my mouth is moving. The inside of my mouth last week was fucked up. Like it was so bad. My dad had to drop off some like prescription mouthwash to me because my mouth was killing me. I am. It's just rubbing on the sides and it's just not it's I can't do it when I'm not talking. It's fine. But my mouth was hurting so bad on the inside that I was feeling like nauseous. Now, it's not my teeth moving that hurt. It's like the actual inside of my mouth just from something foreign being in there and like just like my gums and everything rubbing up against it. I can't explain what about it hurts? Also, I'm a grinder and my jaw is really tense. So it's the way my mouth is positioned up against it. So I was having such a rough time this week that I just took it out. On, I didn't wear it all day on Sunday. I didn't wear it all day yesterday. I didn't even think about it. I put it in last night. And then this morning I was like, I'm going to wear it all day. I'm going to be so good about it. And then, of course, I haven't been. I haven't put it in once today because I knew that I was going to be recording my podcast on my breaks, on my lunch break. I was in a rush. And so... Yeah, I just haven't really been good about it. I would have already been done if I would have just stuck to my guns. But because I'm not wearing it for 22 hours a day, I'm wearing it for like two weeks instead of one week. So it's it's doubling my time, essentially. So I should have already been done. I'm on week seven and I have 11 or 12 weeks. And I can really see now that my teeth are shifting. Like before I was looking at the pictures, I can feel I always run my fingers across my bottom teeth and I can feel a difference, but I couldn't really see it. But I'm starting to see it and it wasn't like a huge shift. So it's not anything super noticeable, but I can mostly notice it when I'm taking front forward like videos of me talking. I can tell that there's not one tooth that's just like sticking out like a Lone Ranger. So I just need to be better about it and power through and just I keep telling myself once you're done, you're done. Like just get through it. It's just so hard. So, yeah. I definitely, if I could go back and tell myself one thing about this, it's just do the nighttime retainers. That I could do. Having to talk all day and also she asked me if I was a snacker, which I said no, but I do drink coffee, so it just prevents me from having them in, which sucks so bad. So anyways, wrapping that up, um, The Bachelorette last night. I was not expecting. We went from zero. We went from seven to four real quick. I was not. I didn't realize last night was the final episode before hometowns. Like I thought we saw like three. Did this episode, did this season go by really fast? I feel like Katie's just straight to the point. She's not letting it get to the point of two on ones. We aren't doing this stupid shit where she's forced into keeping people around just for the entertainment. Like she knows when it's time to go. She knows when to hold them. Knows when to. No, I don't know the song. No, no wind to show them. No wind to hold them. I don't know. There's a country song that applies here. I just can't think of what it is. So I feel like um, I was not ready for that last night. I was not prepared, not mentally, not physically. I knew. OK, I'm going to just go ahead and tell you. I saw a spoiler at the beginning of the season and it told me who the four people for hometowns were. Justin was not in it, but Trey was. So up until Trey got sent home, I thought Trey was going to hometowns. It was Trey and then all the rest of the people that are there right now. At least I'm pretty sure. I know it was Greg. I know it was 
Blake and then I know it was Trey. So obviously Reality Steve doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about all the time. Okay, sometimes he's wrong. Um, And I'm glad that he was because I was shook last night when she sent What's-His-Face home, the guy, the other guy, the guy, Steven? What's his name? Oh, God. The guy that wrote her the note that was like, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting. I was sobbing and I've cried more this season than I've ever cried in my life. And of course, I was trying to hide it from Brett. I was like, hmm, man, this fan really makes my eyes water. Luckily, he didn't notice. But I, um, I've been just been really shocked by this season, how emotional I've been. And I really can't pick which guy I want to win. Normally, there's not even a question. Normally, there's like a couple that I like, but this is so hard. She got such a good group of guys. They are so nice. And yeah, granted, there was some drama here and there, but for the most part, they supported each other. Like you could feel how much these guys loved each other. There wasn't drama. There wasn't like there we're down to the nitty gritty. And these guys are like, I'm so happy for you that you got a date. Like normally that does not happen. Normally they're like, oh, I'm pissed that John Paul James got a date and I didn't like they're talking shit about each other behind each other's backs. But it just hasn't gotten there with this group of guys. I feel like they're reasonable. I feel like they're level headed. I hope that this is the future of Bachelor Nation. I don't know if Chris Harrison was part of casting or had something to do with picking the guys and if something there has shifted, but I like what I'm seeing and it's making me even more excited for Michelle's season and I'm crossing my fingers that she has a a, a phenomenal group of guys because Katie sure has. Katie does not, on the other hand, have a phenomenal wardrobe person, stylist. She wore, I mean, not that I hate, I'm not hating on t-shirts, but if you have someone styling you, don't wear a t-shirt, wear cute outfits. Why are you wearing those crew neck t-shirts? I don't get it. I don't get it. And those shoes, I don't get it. Granted, if I were on the show, I would not be walking around in heels either, but please believe I would be wearing a cute sundress. Katie, what are you doing? Uh, Let them style you. Another thing that I will say about Katie, it always amazes me how well she pulls off a high pony, like a nice sparkly cocktail dress and a high pony. I could never, but she does. And she does it flawlessly. I'm I'm excited to see oh, Mike and the date saying, you remind me of my mom. I was laughing so hard in bed that the bed was shaking hysterics I could not believe it was happening I feel so bad for for Mike just because he's just so innocent and then the other guy was backing him up he said that he's done stuff before what stuff has he done please because I would love to know stuff with his mom that's how it came across real freaking creepy just kept talking on and on and on about his mom I felt like it was a waste for him to have a date. We all knew that that wasn't going to happen. I'm excited to see who she hooks up with on the overnights. And they're really teasing it as um, far as Michael goes to make it appear like he goes home. And I really hope that that's not the case. Why would he throw in the towel this late in the game? I really want Katie to meet his son. I really can't wait for her to meet all these families. And even though I like the guy that she sent home, why can't I think of his name? Steven, right? The, the football player. Um, even though I was crying when he left, I was happy that she picked Justin. Do I see their connection? No, not really. But I like Justin and I feel like we didn't get to see enough of him. We saw so much of him because his facial expressions were the focal point of the season. So we saw a lot of him in that aspect, but we didn't really see a lot of his personality and I can't really pinpoint him, but mama like, mama like, I like Michael for obvious reasons because he's a nice guy, but then I like Greg and Justin looks wise like I'm not that attracted to Michael I'm attracted to Greg and Justin hi Brett if you're listening um I just but I like Michael 
So I just don't know. I don't know. And I'm Blake. Ooh, that's a big fat no for me, dog. Not cute, not attractive. Don't like him at all. Don't want him to win. I'm literally going to throw my TV out of the second story building if Blake wins. Just saying. I'm not even thinking that he is possible. The only thing that makes me worried is how he's like saying that he's not in love with her, being like playing hard to get. Blake belongs on F-Boy Island, not on The Bachelorette. Quit playing games with Katie's heart. Katie, heart, playing her. I want him out of here. The fact that he said that he's not in love with her, bye. Then leave. Peace out. Like, I'm, I can't. I don't want it. I want no part of it. Okay, well, um, I could go on and on and on about this, but I'm sure you guys are done with it, especially those of you that don't watch The Bachelorette, which I feel like is a good portion of you. Also confused is next week. Next week's hometown. They they teased hometowns and men tell all in the same week. That normally doesn't go in the same week. If it does, I'm not complaining. But I feel like they're trying to get a move on on almost paradise. <laughs> okay, I gotta go. I have to go back to work in exactly one minute. Um, please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, write me five five stars, leave me a nice review, follow me on Instagram at What the Chug Podcast. Be here next week for episode sixty one. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.